booster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. Here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. There's a, a vibe on the ground that there needs balance uh, restored to Albany. The race for governor of New York now neck and neck, according to a new poll from Real Clear Politics. A man on the run suspected in two vicious attacks in Queens and Brooklyn. One netted 17000 bucks. President Biden stumps for Democrats in a four-day swing through three states ahead of the midterms. Retailers are stocking up inventory early in hopes of avoiding gloomy holiday sales with inflation over 8%. Deadly police-involved shooting in Inwood involving four undercover cops from the mayor's new neighborhood safety teams. The race for governor of New York is now a toss-up according to Real Clear Politics. This contest between New York's Governor Kathy Hochul and her Republican challenger, Congressman Representative Lee Zeldin of Long Island, had been listed as lean Democrat, something a jubilant Zeldin noted on Twitter on Saturday. Real Clear's polling average of polls from September 30th through October 12th shows Hochul up by only 5.3%, with nearly 7% of voters undecided. Zeldin reacted to the recent poll on Fox Business. There's a, a vibe on the ground that there needs balance uh, restored to Albany. Uh, people want to save the state. They want to save New York City. Uh, and they're tired of having to wake up every morning and, and read all of the headlines of a rising crime in their own neighborhood, places where they used to feel safe and walk uh, walk the streets comfortably, and now they're calling an Uber just to go a couple blocks. Zeldin's comeback has been remarkable, with a poll as recent as August showing him down 24 points. Two vicious daytime attacks, one in Queens, one in Brooklyn. A 66-year-old man was jumped from behind and then dragged along the sidewalk on 71st Street in Middle Village, Queens. It happened around 1.30 p.m. on Thursday. Years ago, it would have been, you know, that wouldn't have happened. But nowadays, with the way the laws are, everybody's brazen. The attacker stole 17000 bucks in cash from the senior citizen after punching and kicking him. Nobody came to this man's aid. Police have not said why he was carrying so much cash. Two days later, Saturday afternoon, a 53-year-old Asian man was hit repeatedly with a bat as he walked through Prospect Park in Brooklyn. The victim was taken to New York Presbyterian in stable condition. No motive for that attack so far and no arrest. You can take a look at the video of that first incident at WABCRadio.com. A part of his four-day swing to drum up Democratic votes ahead of the November 8th midterm elections, President Joe Biden visited a telephone bank as volunteers made calls for Oregon gubernatorial hopeful Tina Kotek and other candidates. Biden helped make calls to potential voters while downing donuts. If Kotek loses the three-way race, it would cost Democrats a reliably blue governor's seat. Biden recently said that he would be happy to run against former President Donald Trump in 2024 during an interview with CNN's Jake Tapper. One of the calculations that you think you're the only one who can beat Donald Trump. I believe I can beat Donald Trump again. Portland was the final stop on a four-day swing through Oregon, California and Colorado. Small businesses are stockpiling inventory and shelves early this holiday season, eager to entice inflation-weary shoppers. Businesses typically make 20% of their annual retail sales over the critical holiday season, according to the National Retail Federation. 
Bert Flickinger is managing director of the Strategic Resource Group. He spoke to CBS Saturday mornings about this year's holiday shopping season. Retailers definitely have an arms race to reach shoppers while a shopper still has her or his money to spend on holiday items. Clothing will be deeply discounted. Consumer electronics, uh, TVs, consumer audio and books. Alex Partners, a global consulting firm, forecasts that holiday sales will rise between 4 to 7 percent, far below last year's growth of 16 percent. The forecast, as inflation stands above 8 percent under the Biden administration. There's been a deadly police-involved shooting in the Inwood section of Manhattan. Happened early Sunday. A 29-year-old man was shot and killed around 3 a.m. Sunday morning after four officers from the neighborhood safety team spotted a man with a gun involved in a crowd of people during a dispute. Now, police say all four officers opened fire at the intersection of Dykeman Street and Nagel Avenue. Here's the NYPD's chief of patrol, Jeffrey Madry, on scene. They give commands to, for the person to drop the firearm. They yell repeated commands. And then at some point, officers discharge their weapons. A weapon which belonged to the victim was recovered on scene. A motive for this dispute and the victim's name have not yet been released. Well, Michael Cohen on Sunday said that former President Donald Trump will likely not run for president in 2024. Cohen is a former personal attorney for Trump and has repeatedly said that he does not believe Trump will ultimately run for the White House. He appeared on MSNBC. It would destroy the great grift if he runs all the money would then have to go into a campaign fund. People would have to start, you know, expressing who they are, and it becomes listed. They don't want that any more than he wants that. Cohen, who served a three-year prison sentence after pleading guilty in 2018 to several felonies, including tax evasion and lying to Congress, said last year that Trump's talk of a 2024 run was a bluff. He predicted Trump would keep fueling speculation about a run until the last minute, citing Democrats or Personal matters is a reason to ultimately decide against it. Meanwhile, former advisor to Donald Trump, Kellyanne Conway, railed against the media for its coverage of the Trump administration and of current crises, saying facts are kept hidden and shrouded. She appeared on the Cats Roundtable, hosted by 77 WABC owner and operator John Katzmatidis. All we see is chaos and crisis, not chaos and crisis in a tweet or an Oval Office spontaneous briefing, chaos and crisis at the gas pump in the grocery store in Ukraine, at the southern border, in our communities. Yes, our urban areas, but also our suburbs with rising crime and rising costs. And the media don't want to cover that. Conway also said the former president was a great girl boss, saying he understood the material needs of five of his top female staffers who collectively, she said, were raising 19 young children while working in the White House. Former President Barack Obama took some shots at his fellow Democrats, calling them buzzkills, and says their rhetoric forces people to walk on eggshells. Obama, speaking to four of his former employees on the podcast America podcast, said that some people within his party need to cool down the temperature and understand that everybody makes mistakes. You know, sometimes people just want to not feel as if uh, they are walking on eggshells, uh, and, and, and they want some acknowledgement that life is messy and that all of us at any given moment uh, can, you know, uh, say things the wrong way, you know, make mistakes. 
And he made that comment on the podcast Save America. And also, the uh, podcast is hosted by former Obama staffers John Favreau, John Lovett, Dan Pfeiffer, and Tommy Vitor. The former president will spend the last few weeks leading into the midterms stumping for some Democrats, including Stacey Abrams and Raphael Warnock in Georgia, as well as Mandela Barnes and Tony Evers in Wisconsin. Obama makes his first stop actually in Atlanta, where Stacey Abrams is taking on Republican Governor Brian Kemp on November 8th, as she lost a close race to him back in 2018. California police say they have now captured an alleged serial killer as he searched for his next victim. The uh, suspect here, 43-year-old Wesley Brownlee, was allegedly driving around the streets of Stockton early Saturday during the overnight hours, dressed in black with a mask around his neck and a gun by his side, according to police. Here is Police Chief Stanley McFadden. Our surveillance team followed this person while he was driving. We watched his patterns and determined early this morning he was on a mission to kill. He was out hunting. Brownlee is believed to be responsible for shooting seven people since April of 2021, slaying six of them and leaving one hurt. Police say the motive for these shootings is unknown, and none of the victims were assaulted or robbed. Most of his targets, though, were homeless people who were ambushed and shot to death between July 8th and September 27th. A fire broke out on Saturday in Tehran's Evan Prison, where many of Iran's political and dual national detainees are held. Witnesses reported hearing gunfire. State news agency Arna said that eight people were injured in this unrest. It erupted after nearly a month of protests all across Iran over the death in detention of Masha Amini, a 22-year-old Kurdish-Iranian woman believed killed by police following her arrest by morality police for not wearing her hijab. An Iranian judiciary statement said a prison workshop was set on fire after a fight among a number of prisoners convicted of financial crimes and theft. The prison located in the foothills at the northern edge of the Iranian capital holds criminal convicts as well as political detainees. Well, Chinese President Xi Jinping opened the 20th Congress of China's ruling Communist Party, where he is expected to win a third leadership term and secure his place as the country's most powerful ruler since Mao. In his speech, the Chinese president boasted about complete control over Hong Kong he also warned of looming conflict against Taiwan independence. He said unification with Taiwan was inevitable and gave a short and stark warning to his global opponents. We will never promise to renounce the use of force. She did away with presidential term limits back in 2018, clearing the way for him to break with the precedent of recent decades and rule for a third five-year term or even longer. The Chinese president also reaffirmed the nation's strict zero-COVID strategy. 77 WABC News Time coming up on 515. I'm sure busy weekend in sports. So let's head over to Justin Ellis just a little bit early for the uh, big uh, news of the weekend. Well, thank you, Deb. Bet your bottom dollar. It was a packed weekend. Uh, NFL Week 6. 
bunch of local sports as well, so let's get going. Don't wake up. You don't want to wake up, New York football fans, as the dream start for both local teams lives on through Week 6. The Giants stunned another favorite opponent at home in the Baltimore Ravens as they rallied from 10 down to pull out the 24-20 victory to move to 5-1 and one on the year. Julian Love made the big play on defense with his late interception and 27-yard return of Lamar Jackson, setting up Saquon Barkley for the game-winning score. Baltimore is going to play straight-up defense here on first and goal. Handoff, up top, touchdown, Saquon Barkley, airborne for the score. Giants go in front. That call courtesy of CBS, the 2022 G-Men have already surpassed the 2021 team's win total and have rallied from a 10-plus point deficit in three of their five wins this season. They'll try and keep it going in Jacksonville next week against the Jaguars. As for the Jets, don't look now, but they hold sole possession of second place in the AFC East after their 27-10 win in Green Bay over the Packers to move to 4-2 on the year. Defensive tackle Quinnen Williams tallied two of the Jets' four sacks on, on Green Bay quarterback Aaron Rodgers and running back Brees Hall ran for 116 yards on the day, including this 34-yard touchdown run a trap play inside and a beauty Hall running free Brees Hall inside the 10 he's gonna score touchdown Jets that call courtesy of Fox the score by Brees put uh by Brees put New York up 24-10 at the time they wouldn't look back as they continue to impress with another win next up a date with the Broncos in Denver next Sunday afternoon and now moving over to the Diamond where the Yankees live to fight another day after securing the 4-2 victory last night over the Cleveland Guardians in game four of their ALDS series Garrett Cole continued to show out for the Yanks in his 2022 postseason campaign going seven very strong innings allowing just two runs on six hits registering eight punch outs along the way Harrison Bader continued his ALDS on onslaught at the dish, smashing his third home run of the series on a 0-0 cutter from Cleveland starter Cal Quantrill. Winner take all tonight in the Bronx for Game 5 for the right to take on the Big Bad Astros in the ALCS. Jamison Tyone will get the ball in his biggest start, in the biggest start of his career going up against Cleveland's Aaron Savale. And looking ahead to the ice tonight as well, the Rangers get set to host the Anaheim Ducks at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. For more sports content, follow 77 WABC Sports on Instagram and Twitter. And here with your early news sports update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC. Alright, Lou Dobbs has your financial report. This is the 77 WABC Lou Dobbs Financial Report. I'm Lou Dobbs. Wall Street coming off a wild week of trading. More bank earnings reports and the housing market under pressure. Wall Street going into a new week of trading with the S&P and NASDAQ both coming off losing weeks. The Dow Jones Industrials plunged more than 400 points Friday but managed to post a winning week. More bank earnings ahead. Wall Street forecasting a 3% increase in quarterly revenue for Bank of America. Higher interest rates offsetting declining fees for most banks. Goldman Sachs reporting third quarter results tomorrow. Wall Street expecting a third consecutive decline in revenue. Wall Street looking for a slight decline in housing starts in September. New home construction up in August during a brief decline in mortgage rates. Rates now back up near 7% and existing home sales are forecast to have fallen in September for an eighth straight month. Please join me several times each weekday right here on 77 WABC. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Keep listening for more to 77 WABC for the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Checking futures now. Uh, the Dow up 214 points, 0.73% at 29,926. The S&P's risen 32. NASDAQ up 123.5. The gold up $11.60 an ounce. Crude oil up 3 cents a barrel at $85.64. 
It's the WABC Early News. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. News time 520. Well, it pays to be a nurse in more ways than one. 77 WABC's Bob Brown explains. New York Governor Kathy Hochul is giving pay raises to nurses in order to help improve recruitment and retention efforts. Governor Hochul says starting salaries to nurses working a day shift will rise to nearly $90,000 upstate and $108,000 downstate. The pay increase will impact about 6,500 state employees across 15 state agencies. I'm Bob Brown for the 77. WABC Early Morning News. On Newsday, survey finds which roadways out on Long Island are the deadliest. Nome Layden has a story. The deadliest roads on Long Island, the Jericho Turnpike and the Sunrise and Montauk Highways. They had the most fatalities between 2016 and 2020. Both roadways weave through industrial and commercial areas with speed limits that often change. 62 people were killed on the Jericho Turnpike over the four-year period. 61 died on the Sunrise and Montauk Highways. Noam Layden, WABC News. A student from Long Island has been stabbed to death on the campus of the University at Buffalo. 19-year-old Tyler Lewis of Baldwin was stabbed in the chest Friday night on Campus Road. He was a student at a different SUNY school, Buffalo State College. Chris Bardo Lomai, chief of the University at Buffalo Police Department, spoke to WIVB4. We don't believe that there's a continuing threat to the university, but, you know, uh, out of an abundance of caution and to make sure that our students do feel safe, we're increasing patrols in the area. So they should see a regular presence of university police, especially around the dormitory. University police believe the stabbing stemmed from a fight and it was not a random attack. Police are looking for a person of interest described as being between 19 and 22 years old who was last seen with cuts across his face and wearing a blood-covered shirt. Investigators believe at least four people may have been involved. An 18-year-old was arrested and charged in connection with the fatal shooting death of a teen on the subway in Queens. 18-year-old Keandre Russell was charged with murder and criminal possession of a weapon after 15-year-old J. John Burnett was killed Friday. Neighbor Conchita Finley spoke to ABC7. Thank God they caught the guy. They caught him because he needs to be put away from what he did. He was, he was a baby. He's a child. He didn't get to live his life yet. His mother took care of him. His father took They was always there for him. And if he's not home on time, she go off. Police say a single gunshot rang out on a southbound train just before 3.45 p.m. on Friday. That was a southbound A train after a dispute broke out between two groups of teenagers. Despite the arrest, police still do not have a motive for the shooting. That happened as the train pulled into the station. There were two groups arguing, which is why police believe the shooting was probably not random. Shots fired, shots fired. More cars, send everyone. Officer shot, officer shot. Richie's off shot. Ah. What you just heard there is the fatal shooting last week in Bristol, Connecticut, of two Bristol police officers and the injuring of a third. The suspect was shot and killed by police.
The Connecticut man accused of ambushing and killing those two Bristol, Connecticut police officers and wounding the third by luring them with a phony 911 call was actually Facebook friends with one of the victims. We have learned Nicholas Brutcher's list of more than 1,000 friends on the social media platform includes the late officer Alex Hamsey, who reportedly goes by Alex Zima on Facebook. The 35-year-old Brutcher displayed a fascination with weapons on Facebook, even proudly showing off a handgun at a wedding in one Facebook post from 2016. According to the Office of the Inspector General, Nicholas Brutcher fired over 80 rounds and attacked the officers from behind. Nicholas Brutcher fatally shot both Sergeant DeMonte and Officer Hamsey while wounding Officer Ayarado. British socialite and former Jeffrey Epstein girlfriend Ghislaine Maxwell has spoken for the first time from jail about Prince Andrew, allegedly one of the people involved in Maxwell's sex trafficking of young girls. In a world-exclusive interview with The Sun from Brooklyn Prison, where she is serving 20 years for trafficking teenage girls, Maxwell confessed. She said, I feel so bad for him, I follow what's happening to him. The 60-year-old Maxwell said, he is paying such a price for the association. I consider him a dear friend. I care about him. One of Epstein's accusers, Sarah Ransom, described her experience with Maxwell on CBS Mornings back in December 2021. I've been on Jeffrey Epstein's island for a few days with some other survivors who had been raped, um, as well as I had been raped. And just before Ghislaine arrived, uh, Jeffrey very, very clearly said to me, you answer to Ghislaine, you do exactly what she says, and you don't cross her. The Duke of York is struggling to rescue his public image in the face of hostile public opinion and the heartbreak of his mother, the Queen's death, Queen Elizabeth. In two explosive interviews, one of which was conducted face-to-face in prison, Maxwell even told how she is now convinced Andrew is a victim of faked evidence. New York City has bid farewell to an iconic Central Park restaurant. 77 WABC's Alex Barnard has a story. The beloved Loeb Boathouse has closed despite attempts to keep it open. There were reports a mystery billionaire offered $6 million to keep it up and running past October. But the New York Post reported last month that the city rejected the bid as it wasn't high enough. The restaurant blames skyrocketing costs of labor and goods for its shutdown, which affects 163 employees. For 77 WABC News, I'm Alex Barnard. Well, a beloved Harry Potter star has passed away. 77 WABC's Frank Diaz has a story. If it hadn't been for you, Harry, I would uh, I'd still be you nowhere. So I, I'd just like to say thanks. Well, Scottish actor Robbie Coltrane, who's famous for playing Hagrid in the Harry Potter movies, has died. Was 72. Coltrane's agent, Belinda Wright, said he died Friday at a hospital in Scotland. She did not give a cause. Coltrane came to fame as a hard-bitten detective in the 1990 series Cracker, for which he won Best Actor at the British Academy Television Awards three years running. He also played the gentle half-giant Hagrid, a mentor to the boy wizard in all eight Harry Potter films. For 77 WABC News, I'm Frank Diaz. If you miss the top five at five and other news, be sure to check it out on our website, wabcradio.com. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.
Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority. PriorityGoldGuide.com